let's continue. We're continuing to discuss the tradition and, and the actual the, the chain of, of command, so to speak. So we, we left off yesterday with Eliezer ben Harkinus, who was the author of Pirkei Eliezer. Among his disciples was Rabbi Yishmael ben Elisha, the Kohen Gadol. This was the same Rabbi Yishmael of the palaces, knowing the internal angel and the vision of God's chariot. Right? He was a big Kabbalist. He knew the mystical Sorry, secret. which which page? I'm oh, sorry, 372. 373. Oh, oh, so didn't we stop at eight, Rabban Yochanan? Um, I guess so. I guess we didn't do Rabbi Yochanan. I thought we did. Okay. Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai lived for 120 years like his teacher, and he lived to witness the destruction of the Second Temple. Rabbi Eliezer ben Horkinus was among his disciples. He was the author of Pirkei de Rabbi Eliezer, which is well known for his teachings on astronomy, the measurements of the constellations, the planet Earth, and all the other wondrous information regarding among his disciples was Rabbi Yishmael ben Elisha, Kohen Gadol, the high priest. This was the same Rabbi Yishmael of the palaces, knowing the internal angel and the vision of God's chariot. He knew the mystical secrets of all these things, which were to a level very close to prophecy. This is evidence from the Talmud's account of what he said. Once I entered the Holy of Holies to offer the incense, and I saw, is one of the names of, of, uh, of an angel, right? we, don't, we don't say these names, uh, Akas, whatever this is, the Lord of hosts. Other disciples of his were Rabbi Yeshua, whose experiences with Rabbi Gamliel are well known. Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Gamliel had great um, a dispute about what the authority in, in, uh, in Israel should be. Should it be based on the greatest Torah scholar? Or should it also be based on the fact that he is a descendant of King David? In other words, after the kingship was no longer around, right, do we still have the concept of going through the descendants of King David? And that itself gives a higher level of authority. And that is what we pass in. Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Elizabeth and Arach were also his students. About the latter, it says that if all the sages of Israel were on one scale, and Rabbi Elizabeth and Arach were on the other, he would outweigh them all. In addition to these famous individuals, the multitude of sages and the Kohanim and Levites whose occupation was corresponding, these generations had a continuously operative Sanhedrin of 70 sages. It was through the Sanhedrin, the high court, that they appointed their leaders and adjusted their calendars. Thus, to be fine, Rabbi Shimon Benazai said, I have a tradition that was pronounced by the 72 elders on the day they appointed Rabbi Eliezer ben Azariah as head of the family. There were hundreds of sages lower in rank waiting to be selected for these 70 places. And there were in turn thousands who were waiting behind these hundreds. This is because it was only possible to select 70 supreme sages from a select group of hundreds that are just below their rank, and the same goes for selecting the hundreds. The way the Talmud describes this is as a karem biyavne. Biyavne was one of the final resting places of the, of the Sanhedrin right before it was disbanded finally. And a karem means a vineyard. So if you think of a karem, a vineyard has very neatly set up rows of vines, right? So, uh, <coughs> excuse me. So the, the karem Yavne had a setup where they had 70 people sitting in like a half rows, according to the Brahman at least. And these were the 70 sages. And they were sitting and the, the petitioner would come and face them. And then there were these rows of people who were ready to be next man up, okay? So there was someone who everybody knew he was in the hierarchy, he was gonna be the next person. And there was someone after that, and someone after that, and someone after that and so on. And then there were rows and rows of students. And Kerem Biyavne is a, is a famous Tati Yeshiva today in Israel. And it's named after this concept. It was through the Sanhedrin they appointed their leaders. Oh, okay. Afterwards came Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Tarfan, Rabbi Yosef, Lili, and their colleagues, and they all lived after the destruction of the Second Temple. 
And he came and reached the boundaries of prophecy to the point where he was able to utilize the spiritual realms. Thus it says of him, four entered the heavenly garden, Hades. One looked and died, one looked and was injured, one looked and became a heretic, and one came in peace and left in peace. And who was that? Rabbi Akiva. The one who died could not endure the spectacle of the spiritual realm, and so his soul departed. What does that mean? This is Ben Azai, by the way. Ben Azai is someone who was described as Ben Azai never got married. And he one time told his students, if you don't get married, you're not, uh, not going to reach your potential. And his students said, there are people who preach well, and there are people who practice well, and you're not practicing what you're preaching, Randy. And so his response is, he says, listen, I know that I ought to get married. However, what can I do? My desire is so, so deep for the Torah that I have no room in my heart for a desire for anything else. Right? So according to the Gemara, the Gemara says he wasn't able to, to endure this closeness to God and his soul left him. The question is, when it says not endure, is this like a negative thing? Not necessarily. It could be he's just on such a high spiritual level that as soon as he got access to this even higher level, he just immediately says, I'm done. I'm not going back to this world. I'm no longer going to live in the physical mundane sphere, which is, happens to make sense because he is an individual who says, I'm not meant to be in a physical relationship with a woman because I'm, I'm in this relationship with God, so to speak, right? And therefore, as soon as he goes into the paradise, as soon as he goes into this heavenly type of sphere and a very abstract conceptual closeness with God, he immediately just says, I'm done. <laughs> I'm finished. I'm on to the next world. Second one was injured, meaning he went insane by God's hand and no one was able to help him. This is Benzoma. Benzoma is no longer 100%, as we say, right? He's not dealing with the full deck. After he goes up into heaven, he has a completely different understanding of reality. His reality is a little bit unhinged. The third one abandoned all religious observances. This is Acher, right? Elisha ben Avuya. And in view of the spiritual realm, he said the commandments are about means to reach the spiritual level, and I've already reached it. Therefore, I will not heed the Torah's commandments. He was lost and he caused others to be lost. He went astray and led others astray. And this he will be terribly punished. Tomorrow night, we will continue with Rabbi Akiva, who was able to bridge the gap. And it makes sense for Akiva to be able to bridge the gap. Rabbi Akiva is considered to be, on some level, a successor to Moshe Rabbi, who also was able to bridge the gap between being you know, in the closest possible relationship with God, but yet still come down to the earth and convey the Torah to Muslims. Okay. Take care, guys. Be well. Good night.